Welcome to the Consistency Kills Podcast. I'm your host, Omar Situ. Together, we will discover why consistency is a critical driver for success in all facets of life and how to cultivate consistency in yours. Welcome to another episode of Consistency Kills. This is the first episode of 2024, so Happy New Year to everyone. I'm excited for what 2024 has in store, as I think you are as well. Today's episode will be about, it's not rejection, it's redirection. How can we look at our current state of loss or failure and not let it be a rejection, but rather a redirection? Because when we shift our perspective from why is this happening to me to what is this trying to teach me, we are then able to see we are not being rejected from something, we're being redirected towards something. It is up to us to find out exactly what it is that we're being redirected towards and how it serves into our purpose for our journey. If we're able to keep this perspective when adversity inevitably strikes, we're going to be able to pivot in the direction needed for our personal growth in 2024. Every new year, we eagerly look forward to new beginnings, new opportunities, and what this year will have in store for us. Oftentimes, setting goals on all facets of our life, or as many like to call them, resolutions. And I love the motivation so many display as this chapter turns, but not so often do I hear or see others taking time to reflect on how the prior year led them to exactly where they are today. We are exactly where we are today due to our successes and our failures of 2023. Yes, that's right. I said failures. Because failures are just stepping stones to our successes and opportunities for us to learn more, not just about ourselves, but the world around us. And if we look back at all the failures we endured this past year, some of which cut deeper than others, we can recall exactly how we felt in those moments. Whether it's frustration, or anger, or sadness, or bitterness, or disappointment, or even rejection. Because often when we fail or have failure hit us in the face, we feel this tremendous sense of rejection. Like we aren't deserving enough of what it was. Like we aren't ready enough for what it was. And we just can't have it. And rejection hurts. Whether it's from family, friends, coworkers, a new company. When we experience rejection, it hits us right in the heart. Which is the control center of our emotions. And we may wonder, what is wrong with me? When we begin to pull at ourselves apart with self-criticism. However, rejection also has a way of teaching us and ultimately making our lives better. I've learned to look at rejection differently from these past couple years, especially in 2023. Actually, many of my greatest blessings have come out what I perceived as rejection. Yes, there have been many painful experiences, but then again, I've always been one to learn more through pain than through pleasure. Finally, it was like a light bulb went on. These things were all happening to me for a reason, and they were all perfectly timed. Every time I thought I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected for something better. I began to spin the way I viewed rejection. I started to see it as an ability to reassess and become more acquainted with different parts of myself. In some situations, I was even able to see that maybe I just wasn't on the right path. Or, if I still felt like I needed to be there, 
I wasn't able to look within and see what I needed to improve in order to make it happen. But my perspective did become clearer. Every job I was denied for opened the door to a new and better opportunity. Every relationship that hurt me led me to the amazing relationship I have with Nicole. Every mistake I made guided me to look within. I was able to learn, grow, and ultimately make changes. I forgave myself for not knowing what I did not know until I learned it. I found myself thanking all the people, places, and things that rejected me. They led me on a process to being the person I am today. But let me warn you, that epiphany did not happen overnight. One of the most pivotal moments in my life was what I thought was rejection, but was really just redirection to becoming aligned with my purpose. My whole life, I've been an athlete and played sports. I've never had any serious injury, and it really didn't happen until I got to college ball. And when I was playing college football, during my five-year duration, I would have four knee surgeries and five total surgeries. With all the adversity I had and injuries, I came to a very pivotal moment before my last season. My entire PT staff and medical staff were very, very concerned with my knees. They didn't think I'd be able to last one more season, and they definitely thought I was going to be able to have another surgery. So through many different talks and many different serious conversations, this led to the doctors medically disqualifying me from playing football any longer. Never in my life have I felt so deflated, so empty, and so lost. I felt like I was a total failure letting everyone I knew down, myself, my teammates, my family, my friends. I just remember how pissed off I was and it was just crying so hard that this was the end of my football story. And when you're an athlete, your identity is you as an athlete. And so when you're done playing that sport, right, whether it's your last game and you're graduating or in my instance, it was cut short due to injury, you have this identity crisis and you feel so lost and you feel so empty. And this is exactly where I was at. This was the end of my identity as an athlete and I was numb to what was happening. And so what I was doing, I was just trying to fill the void with anything I could to pass time and to keep my mind occupied. And during this time, a former teammate of mine was managing a local gym where I went to school at and he heard about what happened and wanted to get together to catch up and talk about things. And so I went, I met him at the gym. He gave me a tour. We sat down. We were just kind of cutting it up and talking about life. and. He says to me, have you ever thought about being a trainer? And I hadn't really had that thought before, but then he pitched it to me. And for me, it sounded like a cool thing to do. And in that moment, it certainly sounded like something that was going to keep me occupied and getting the thought of, I just lost football. I was still in great athletic shape. I had a lot of experience working out, had experience in leadership roles as a captain in sports my whole life. So I thought, why the hell not? And I started my journey in the training industry. But I had absolutely no idea where I was headed or where it was going to take me. But I knew that this was going to help me feel some sense of belonging to something and feel some sense of emptiness that I had in that moment. And as time went on, I really started to love what I was doing every single day. I really loved being able to hold others accountable, assisting others on their journeys towards becoming the best version of themselves pushing them to the edge of their limits and realizing that they had to get outside that comfort zone. And I really felt like I was adding so much value in what I was doing. And I will never forget this conversation I had with my mentor at this time. 
she sat me down and she was just encouraging me and she told me how proud she was of me for all the growth I was showing in my position at the company and what I was doing. And she said something to me that will always stick with me and to this moment was this pivotal time of realizing rejection and redirection. And she said, you turn your pain into something beautiful to give to the world and you're writing your own story. It was then in that exact moment when it all hit me. I wasn't being rejected from football. I was being redirected towards coaching. This newfound perspective gave me the ability to see what I thought was rejection was really a blessing in disguise. It was redirecting me towards my mission, my purpose, my why. And although I didn't know that in the moment, and in the moment it felt like rejection from football, it was that anger, that sadness, that lost feeling that I had, but really I just had to let time pass to see what was I pivoting to? What was I being redirected towards? And as time went on, I got to see that blessing in disguise. So let's go over some tips and tools we can use to quiet that inner critic that shows up during these times of distress. Tip and tool number one, treat yourself with compassion. If there's anyone that knows a dialogue, you deserve bad things because it's me. But research shows negative self-talk is destructive and ineffective. If I believe I deserve bad things, I will start to attract people or things that validate that belief. What we feel on the inside manifests itself on the outside. We need to work on responding to our inner critic with kindness and compassion. A helpful way of doing this is communicating with yourself just like you would a good friend. When a friend went through a job denial, I encouraged him to trust that new opportunities would evolve. I also acknowledged his courage for just showing up for the interview. I would never have said he's hopeless and he ought to give up. When friends have gone through terrible breakups, I've always done my best to remind them that they're worthy of someone they want and to help them find the lesson in that situation. And what did they learn from that relationship? I wouldn't have told them that it was their fault because there was something that was wrong with them or they weren't worthy for that relationship. So treating yourself with compassion is extremely important when you want to not feel bad for yourself, when you want to not make a victim out of yourself, and when you want to get yourself from viewing, wait a second. This isn't rejection. This is just redirection. Tip and tool number two. View rejection as getting outside your comfort zone. And this is where all the magic happens. If we never experience rejection, we're probably not taking many chances. And therefore, if we're not taking many chances, we're not going to have a lot of changes in our life. When we get rejected, we can at least be comfortable in knowing that we were taking risks. And these risks help us better understand who we are and where we're going. More so, they help us build strength and develop skills to deal with the inevitable adversity life brings, which helps us build up our resilience. But none of this is possible if we only ever stay within the confinements of our comfort zone. We have to explore beyond. We have to be able to go past these self-imposed limitations that we have on ourselves and see there's a horizon of endless abundance and opportunity beyond there. 
And is it going to be uncomfortable? Absolutely. Is it going to be tough? Without a doubt. Is there going to be adversity? A shit ton of it. But this is where all the magic happens. Tool and tip number three. Don't let rejection define you. Many times we face rejection, we personalize it. We make the event of rejection far more than the actual event itself. We begin to identify it. This is a failure, therefore I am a failure. It's important to separate what happened to us from who we are. Rejection isn't always personal. And oftentimes when someone rejects us, it has nothing to do with the faults on our part. It just means we weren't a good fit for that person or that job or that opportunity. Or maybe it just wasn't the right time. If we take rejection to mean we're unworthy or unlovable, it's likely because the rejection is triggering an already existing belief formed early in our lives. Which is a good thing, since this points us towards something we may want to address and release at some point. I've had a tendency to put my worth into external things, and in a sense, abandon myself. After patterns of rejection, it became apparent I wasn't meeting myself with compassion. I was meeting myself with shame and attempting to shame myself into making changes. I worked on consciously being mindful of my thoughts and shifting them into being more supportive. I learned that failure was an event, but not me as a person. Furthermore, I practiced trusting that things will work out at the right time. If it was not working out right now, I still had something to learn, even if that was just to be patient. Tool and tip number four, find the lesson in rejection. We could easily focus on what we've lost when we experience rejection, but it's more useful to ask ourselves, what have I gained? This way we can learn from the experience. Rather than beating ourselves up even more over the head, we can turn our adversity into self-growth and self-exploration. With each experience, we can grow stronger. Personally, I've learned to look inside and identify what I need to work on. I've begun to see that I am more capable on handling loss than I have credited myself for. I found the ability to use rejection as an opportunity to humble myself and move forward with wisdom to do things differently. Our thoughts have strong impacts on our emotions. Our emotions, in turn, have a strong impact on our decisions and our behaviors. If you find yourself experiencing failure or rejection, ask yourself, what is your interpretation of the situation? What meaning are you giving it? If you have a tendency towards negative self-talk, you will find your energy draining very quickly. This will evidently take you away from what is important. When we are in a battle with yourselves, we cannot possibly be present for other people. It could be helpful to create your new belief system about the situation. Train your brain for the blessings, not the curse. Again, train your brain to look for the blessings, not the curse. I personally believe I'm always being protected. If you don't believe in a higher power, you should still choose to understand that rejection as a redirection to do something better. If you're choosing to trust the universe and God, that things are going to happen as they should for your highest good, and it's crucial for you to have that faith in order to wish some sort of sense of peace, which I think we all yearn for in life. And I'm extremely grateful for things not working out the way that I once hoped they would, because I am exactly where I'm supposed to be, just as you are. And so as always, at the end of each episode, 
we're going to cover some action steps. And today's action steps will be about implementing shifting from rejection to redirection into our lives right now. Because if you decide to apply the concepts we cover today, you will immediately see the shift in these areas of your life you focus on. Because where focus goes, energy flows. So, let's cover our action steps. Action step number one. Get out a piece of paper and pen and write down this question to ask yourself. How do you handle rejection in your life? When you think of answering this question, you can think of where you're at right now in life and how you handle rejection, or you could think of the pattern of habit to in which you handle rejection. Whichever one comes to mind first, that's what I want you to write down. Action step number two, write down the next question. Have you ever had a situation where you were rejected from something only to be redirected for something even better? Again, think of when time passes, your perspective shifts and you're able to look back in hindsight and say, man, I'm kind of glad that didn't work out because it led me to this. It led me to where I am. It led me to fill in the blank. That's what I want you to be thinking about for this particular situation. What were you being redirected towards? So those are our two action steps. And those are our four tools to use to quiet the inner critic that shows up during these times of distress. Treat yourself with compassion. View rejection as getting outside your comfort zone because that's where all the magic happens. Don't let rejection define you. Find the lesson in rejection. Once you shift your perspective from why is this happening to me to what is this trying to teach me, we are then able to see we are not being rejected from something. We are being redirected towards something. It is up to us to find out exactly what it is we're being redirected towards and how it serves its purpose in our journey. Because when we shift our perspective, when adversity will inevitably strike, we're going to be able to pivot in the direction needed for our personal growth in 2024. Remember, it's not rejection, it's just redirection. I hope these tips will help you to embrace the process of redirection in your life as they have in mine. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Consistency Kills. When you get a chance, please subscribe. And if you can, share this episode or share this podcast with someone you believe will get value out of it and will be able to bring them a perspective and awareness that they might need in their life right now. So as always, be the change you wish to see in the world and inspire others to do the same.